over the holidays, there was an article that I read online about ideas for holding virtual science fairs. It struck me by looking at the headline because when I was a classroom teacher, I used to have a science fair. And when I first started, I started with the traditional science fair where each child had to pick their own topic and then decide how they wanted to uh, do their project and give them free reign and time to put their boards together and their experiments and just left it all to the kids. And then I began to read and hear how a lot of parents complained that the science fair projects ended up being done by the parents rather than by the kids. And you can probably, if you're listening to this and watching it, you can probably imagine when this was. Over time, I came up with an idea to allow students to buddy. I divided three classes, three grades rather, into groups, and I gave each group a series of challenges around a specific topic, like soap and bubbles and magnetism and pet gerbils and growing geraniums and that kind of thing. And they had to come up with experiments that helped illustrate the concepts in the theme. I don't want to spend time on that because I'm going to be writing a book about it, I hope eventually, with how I put that all together. But the idea of an online virtual science fair struck me as a particularly germane topic and I'd like to help some of you, if you're listening to this and watching it, imagine how that might take place. So you're a classroom teacher and you have your students virtually learning. Probably you have some opportunities to have a Zoom meeting with everybody in your class. So you're on your computer and they're all at home and you're connecting, let's say, using Zoom. Zoom, rather. Sorry. So the first thing you want to do is brainstorm ideas, topics. Kids don't have to come up with a topic and say, that's my topic. They can put all their topics on, the questions that they have. And you emphasize it's a question they begin with, like a science experiment. And you tell them that they're going to have to have a science experiment. And in fact, as I'm saying this, you could probably send them all an email and tell them you want them to do research and find using Google easy science experiments regardless of what the topic is, that they can submit to a huge list. And then in the classroom, they can expound and explore how those could be turned into science projects with everybody participating. 
and then you whittle down the list somehow if you want and then you tell them okay now I want you to go back to the drawing boards and pick one of these topics from the list and you make sure they have a copy of the list and maybe use a whiteboard or somebody taking notes while everybody's brainstorming like you would have a blackboard and have someone acting as a scribe and then tell them they have to pick up uh they have to pick up a a uh google link and expand tell them you want them to have a science experiment tell them you want them to have some written explanations tell them they need to have some diagrams and so forth then you bring them all back and you talk about how you want them to think about science technology engineering art and math and you ask them to come up with something it doesn't have to be uh, very complicated but some part of their project that that points to the math in their science that points to the science experiment that has art in it that uses technology somehow and I'm going to get to that and that they should have some engineering think about what they can do to create a product or make a product or market their ideas or something then ask them that tell them that they can either work alone or they can buddy up and they can work online and so forth with a partner or by themselves but then they can use any kind of technology. One child could make a traditional board and then a video of himself, just like I'm making this video now, explaining what their science project, what their science project is all about, because they have to be able to communicate what it's about, not just submit it. They have to tell you what their science experiment was and how they did it and so forth. And then the, they can use Google, they can use Word, they can use PowerPoint, they can use uh, any kind of a video program, any one of those things. And then you can even take it one step further and suggest to them that they might want to share in the assessment of it. And so together at some point once they've started you start them to brainstorm again together and come up with a rubric of how it's going to be assessed all the while where they're either working together with you in zoom or working in rooms together in zoom and then they can send you email stuff and that so once they have the rubric then they can talk about what the expectations are for the finished product 
and you can help set the expectations for a math component, an art component, a technology component, an engineering component, and a science component. Then, in addition to that, you make sure that you talk about literacy, reading, writing, uh, vocabulary, using all the things you can tell that you they need to make sure everything is written properly or word processed properly and so on. The next thing you know, you've accomplished a science fair and they have to show one another. You can make up a list and they can take somebody else where they have to show it to the other person privately. It doesn't have to be together, and so forth. So when you stop and think about it, you can use virtual classrooms using the concept of a virtual science fair and still accomplish all that you would have accomplished in the classroom because kids today know how to use digital pictures, they know how to use, make videos, they know how to word process and text and communicate with WhatsApp and all the other technologies. So it's really not that hard. The hardest part is coming up with the projects and making sure that they pick projects that are, that are in keeping with their age and their grade level and their skill level and making sure that they are collaborating and then keeping on top of each of the groups or each of the students and letting the parents know what they're having to accomplish so that the parents can then help keep them on track and so forth. There has to be a starting date and there has to be a finishing date. But it doesn't have to be, this is the work for this week. It can be in stages so that they have goalposts. When you look at it that way, you can teach with technology to a whole class and to a group and accomplish everything that needs to be accomplished in a grade for science and math and so forth. Good luck. I hope some of you think about that.